Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Katie Neal. Welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week, I got to sit down and talk to... Uh, Kenny Chesney. Now, because of COVID and just like the chaos of the last few years, I actually have never had the chance to sit down in person and do it. Oh, I have. No, I have. I've done an interview with Kenny and before. Ignore everything I just said. I interviewed him one other time on his bus, which was equally amazing. But this was the first time that we got to like really sit down and do an extensive interview. And we talked all about how he recently had elbow surgery. We talked about how he has been he just got back from a trip from Iceland. He has been doing a ton of songwriting. He just hosted this amazing retreat. He's got a brand new song out, which Hardy wrote and he told me all about. He also just announced last week he's going out on tour in 2024, a whole new stadium tour. So we talked so much about that and about his very loyal fan base. And I just... I love Kenny. I left this interview just feeling like warm and fuzzy and fulfilled and so happy that this is the job that I get to do. So I really hope that you enjoy my conversation with Kenny Chesney. Joining us all this week on the Superstar Power Hour once again, Mr. Kenny Chesney, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks it's for so having nice me. to see you. How have you been? I've been good. Yeah? Yeah, I've been good. We um, got done working at the end of May. Mm -hmm. And then like I was telling you a few minutes ago, I had elbow surgery. And then um, I spent a lot of time when you have that kind of thing done, you got to do all the, the physical therapy for it and everything. So it forced me. So I've been in town a long time and it forced me to, I said, okay, I got to wake up every day and go get this elbow better. And then after I was done, I went straight to the studio. And yeah. so it forced me to work on music and be laser focused on that because without that, I would have been just going everywhere, you know, right. come been in and out. And so, so it's been an interesting year, but yeah. it's, um, been a good one. I saw that you just got back from a trip from Iceland. I did. It's one of my favorite places. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. I've, I've never been, and I would, but I'd go back. It was I was coming back from overseas, mm -hmm. and then I went. Wow, it's just a little easier to stop here for a, a couple yeah. of nights, and then you know come back home from there. So um, I loved it. Yeah, it's that, like one of, it's we, like going to Mars. <laughs> I went. I went to that um, um, that saltwater lagoon. Uh huh. And it was so great. It was 40 degrees outside, and then you're in hot salt water. It's such a, like, crazy cool place. Yeah, it was a great place. Well, I'm really glad you enjoyed it. You mentioned being in the studio a lot. You got brand new music coming. Talk to me about this song, Take Her Home. You know what? Take Her Home was, um, I thought we were done. I thought we were really close to being done anyway. But then again, you're never really done. Yep. Obviously, this, is, <laughs> this will tell you that you're never really done. And then Hardy sent me this song. He goes, you know, me and the guys wrote this song a couple of days ago with you in mind. And you know, you hear that a lot, you know, when yeah. people send you songs. We wrote we wrote a song with you in mind, and sometimes it resonates and sometimes it don't. 
and I heard this song. When I heard "Take Her Home," I went, "Wow! This I've been looking for this for a uh, for a while because mm-hmm. it's one of those life moment songs, yeah. you know." And I just felt like, you know, in my head, I knew that it was very well done. Mm-hmm. But in my heart, I knew that my audience, when I'm up there on stage, because they have so much heart, I knew that there would be a part of this song that would really resonate with them. Mm-hmm. And it resonates with me, even though that I haven't lived the whole song. I've lived parts of it. Mm-hmm. But when I heard Take Her Home, I went, wow, this is so well done. And I feel like that. It's just a, that kind of song that everybody can find a piece of themselves in. Yeah. And I called Buddy Cannon, my producer, and I went, well, we're not done, done. Sorry. And so I went in and cut that and cut, cut another song that I that I wrote on, on, a, on a writing trip. And so honestly, we're still working on the record. It kind of opened up another avenue. So we're still doing that. But um, I realized that Take Her Home should be first because I, I, I just haven't had this kind of song in a, in a, in a, in a while. And um, it just felt right, in, and it just felt right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, as a as a singer and an interpreter of a song, and um, I'm thrilled that I'm the guy that gets to sing this kind of thing. I know it's amazing when you said that Hardy sent it to you. I hadn't seen the songwriters credit yet, so that's really cool. Yeah, that's and I, for, I don't know the two. I forgot the two yeah. other guys. No, but, totally. Uh, but he sent it to me, and he. And I went, wow. I said, wow, are you not recording this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he does a completely different thing, yeah. you know. So, but he's a very talented, creative person. This is so exciting. The song yeah. is so beautiful. I feel like if songs have sisters, that maybe the sister to this song would be "There Goes My Life," just because it like yeah. it, it captures an entire lifetime in a song. That's right. And don't blink. Those kind of songs. Yes. And, and yeah, I haven't had a lot of those, but I've had several of them. But it's the, and and the beauty, I guess, is they've been spread out for a while, you mm-hmm. know. And I don't know. I just felt like this was this was the right time for me to have another. And there was no way I. I when I when this song was sent to me, I, I drove around in my car and I listened to it, and I over and over. I bet I listened to it fifteen times in a row. And I said, if I hear this on the radio by someone else, I'm going to be really mad at myself. Yeah. And then that's when I said, okay, we got to do this thing. When you have a song that you're trying to decide whether you're going to cut, is that where you like to listen? Is in the car? In the car. Mm-hmm. But I've got these new AirPod Maxes. Uh, oh, I got those headphones. Too. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> They're amazing. Right? So I've listened to everything. You just you just put those on and it goes whoa. All of a sudden, it's just you against the world. It's great. I got this. You know, you don't flying, hear anything. Yeah. It's so good. It's so great. So I, I just I, I listen to all my music on those now, and and, and um, also in the car. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I can't. I need to like experience a song like in a studio in a room, but yeah. I don't totally get a vibe for it until yeah. I'm in the car. <laughs> it's crazy. You can make you can make these songs up and go in the studio and record them, and 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 obviously I listen to it and decide in the studio, but. Something about getting in your car is yeah. where it just feels right. <laughs> it totally yeah. does. It totally does. Your your team has said that a lot this last two years. You have really enjoyed getting back into the creative process of songwriting. Talk about a little bit what that's been like. Yeah, sometimes you get so, so involved. And in, I do anyway. I get so involved in everything. And, you know, it can take away the creative process. And so we have spent years building this wonderful, beautiful machine out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm guilty sometimes of trying to have my hands on every single part of that machine. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it's had a negative effect on the creative process, but it made it harder. Definitely. And so, but yeah, for the last couple of years, I mean, I've just really enjoyed that. You know, I've, I've let some of that 
go of the, the machine, you know. But um, I've really, especially for this record and and uh, for a lot of stuff. I mean, I just really enjoyed the creative process. And um, you know, when I felt like maybe it was a job mm-hmm. in, in in a few years back, you know, it's yeah. just I, I don't know. It's just when when you're really busy out on the road and you're exhausted and you know you're you're trying to make a record, but you're also trying to run a rum company and you're also <laughs> trying to to run this and do this, and yeah. you, all of a sudden your brain is just in so many different directions. Um, it's good to focus on the idea of just creating. And that's what I've been doing for a while. I just saw that you hosted like a very epic songwriters retreat. I can only imagine some of the magic that came out of that. How was that experience well, for you? Well, it was great. You know, I, I one of the things that I've learned to do over the years is to try to surround yourself with the best, most creative people that you can. I mean, I love the creative process, but I love learning from those from those people. Yeah. You know, I've always felt like that you as a person that you're an average of the five people you hang around the most. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, it's the same way with being a songwriter and in and, and, and the creative process. So that's been an enjoyable thing for the last couple of years anyway. I'm sure. And you said that you're still working on the album. So I'm sure that it's still, you know, things are in motion. But like, what can you say about the album that's starting to form? Well, it's just it's just so early. I, I, mm. I, there's, there's not a lot to say yet. I mean, like, I've got a lot of songs cut. Yeah. But I don't know where they fit yet. Mm-hmm. It's like Bob Seger said, you know, what to leave in, what to leave out. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. And, and like, I have no idea where, where these songs are going to land. And so one day I'll be able to talk about it, but <laughs> I don't really know what starts it. I know that Take Her Home's on the record. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that. <laughs> Number one. And I don't know, I don't know the, there's no scope yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just stuff right now. Yeah. Well, that's still an exciting yeah. thing to be like yeah, right yeah, in the middle of and be working on. You also, you just came off, like you said, in May, the I Go Back Tour. So you've been playing these really intimate, beautiful arenas. Now, in 2024, going back yeah. to your big stadium stage, are yeah. you excited to get back out there? I'm very excited to get back out on the road next summer. It's going to be an unbelievable summer. The Zach Brown Band toured with us in 2011. Wow, mm-hmm. it's been a minute. It's crazy. But even then, they had a massive catalog to play. So you add... Was it 13 years? Wow. You know, all the music they've made in 13 Mm -hmm. years, and now they're going to give that to the world out with us. And I'm very thrilled that I get to go down, you know, down the road with them again and to have Megan Moroni, which I haven't really, I met her in passing Mm -hmm. this spring, but I don't really know her yet. But you can tell that she's building her own beautiful audience. You when know? you when I saw that she was going to be on there, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so she's like my favorite. Right now. Is that right? Like, the song, right? Like her, the yeah. way she writes songs. I just have never really resonated with another female artist in the same way. And like she kind of like really it took me back. I was like, oh, my God, I've never heard someone write about the female experience. This yeah. way. So I was really excited to see her on the line. Yeah, me too. You know, and so we got we, so we got the Zach Brown band. We got Megan Moroni and then my friend Uncle Cracker, who has been out on the road with us a lot. Yeah. And the fun factor always goes crazy when he comes out. And I don't know, he's just a joy to be around and got great music. And we get to hear Follow Me every night. And, you know, it's great. And so we got a really fun, awesome package to go out there next summer. And it's just full of great music and can't wait. When you say the show is full of great music, I always think about like, you know, your catalog is extensive. So on how much time knowing that you like to, you know, be very involved. Are you spending on the set list? Does that like become like, is it hard for you to do that? It's hard because, you know, for me, it's all about the pace of the show. Mm-hmm. There are so many songs that we don't do in the show because of the pacing. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm not thinking about it just yet. 
I mean, I'm thinking about it a little, but in January is when I, I will stay up at night going, okay, how are we going to make this different? How are we going to make it the same but different? And mm-hmm. how, you know, because there's certain songs they're, they're just going to expect to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to do I Go Back. Yep. We're going to do Somewhere With You. We're going to do Beer in Mexico. But where do we put them? And how, we, how do we make it interesting and wonderful? And, you know, new music does that to an extent. But it's, it's, it's always fun to rebuild your house. You yeah. know, and that's what we're going to do next summer. How do you like logistically lay out the set list? Do you physically like lay it out? Do you move? Do you like listen to the songs? Like, what do you do? It's with the band that I have. I mean, I'm really proud of my band, you know, and so we don't necessarily go into rehearse to learn the songs anymore. Mm-hmm. We, we, we remind ourselves of how this goes. But a lot of the rehearsal process is is doing what you just said yeah. is is taking these songs and putting them in a different place to see if the pacing is good, to see if it, you know, if one song leads into another, if it's, if the sequence is perfect. Yeah. And that's hard to do because you never know until you get out there in front of people. Mm-hmm. It may be great, you know, in front of the crew in, in a rehearsal hall. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, this, is, this sounds good. But until you get out in front of people and see how they react and, you know, the last thing you want is people checking their phones. Right. So we don't, we don't let we try not to ever let that happen, mm-hmm. which is why we don't do certain songs that that we might do in a different setting, especially in a stadium setting. You know, so we'll see. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. good. What other thing? Are you adding anything else new? Like, uh, you know, fire video screen? Like, what's what are I've you never, excited about? I have never been the kind of act that did pyro mm-hmm. or or just fire and, and, and <laughs> confetti. I mean, I've always felt like that the energy that me and the band give the audience, that is the pyro. Yeah. That is the confetti. It's just, it's just, that's just the way I've always felt, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and you not, don't need it either. Like, I mean, you guys are so good at like, Kenny, you just like, you hold everybody in the palm of your hand, the uh, whole show. And I just like, I, yeah. I know that everyone probably spends their life trying to get to that point and you do it so well. Well, thank you. Uh, it's it's an amazing spot to stand in. I can mm-hmm. tell you that. That's you know, amazing. But uh, we've never been really good at bells and whistles. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I love that. One of the songs we played this week while we have you on the show is No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problem, which turned 20 this year. It's crazy. And that song led to the, you know, the No Shoes Nation. Yeah. How do you feel about what your fan base has become? Because it really has become like larger than life. Yeah, I'm... Well, when you're a kid playing in a in a bar in college, you don't you don't you know you got dreams obviously, mm-hmm. but you don't have this dream. You know, the other night, the songwriter of No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problems, Casey Bethard, was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, and I went and helped induct him and and mm-hmm. and sang a little bit of No Shoes. But I, I said I, I said this just wasn't a single for me. I mean, it was a cultural moment yeah. for me. It was it just wasn't a hit song. I mean it created a community mm-hmm. and wow i mean i never saw that coming when i was when i moved to town you know i never mm-hmm. saw this audience gravitating to what we to what we do like they do and it makes me it, it's, it makes me very obviously i'm very proud of it mm-hmm. i'm very happy that, that the songs that some of them i wrote some of them that i you know had 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 pitched to me that we you know me and buddy went into the studio and created some music that that people just haven't, you know, listened to on the radio. They've just become a part of the DNA of their life, you know. And mm-hmm. so, that's a gift. Yeah, it really is. It's a true gift, and um, and I don't take it for granted. I don't. And um, I love what I do. I I love looking out into the audience and 
and seeing what I just said, just yeah. seeing the connection. And and that's one of the most amazing feelings in the world to stand up there. And um, we're getting ready to do it again. It's going to be awesome. I know. I'm getting so excited <laughs> thinking about it. Because it always, like, I mean, as many times as I've seen the show, it always is remarkable to me. Like, I feel like when you come through the gates, either in the stadium or the tailgate, like, you kind of, like, the outside world yeah, yeah. is gone. Like, you're in Kennyland and everyone is so happy well i mean everybody on the road is happy you know i i i, I tell everyone i said that we don't we don't love negativity out here you know and <laughs> and we don't i don't anyway and, and we've kind of gotten rid of the the negativity out there over the years you you you, you weed some mm-hmm. of that out but i i feel like that the audience feels negativity coming from stage or they feel love coming from stage yeah and we try to love everybody and 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 just Ex- you just express that through music and through connection and I don't know but like you said I mean it's I've had so many friends that that I know in my life whether they're in sports or just friends that from back home or some of my island friends that only know me as Island Kenny and yeah. never seen the stage Kenny and they see that person come up on stage and they it confuses them I can only imagine right? what and, your and island they go, friends think well, who's that guy you know <laughs> Yeah, where did he come from? And it's 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 I can't explain it. People ask me a lot to explain what happens up there, and I said it's just what happens when I walk up there. Mm. But I'm also I think it's a gift to also leave it up there. Mm. I don't carry that persona with me off stage. Was that hard for you to get to that point? No, it's just the way it's always been. Mm. No, I mean it's just. But when I'm up there, I'm, I I like being up there, and I like being that guy. Mm-hmm. But I, it would exhaust me to be that guy all the time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it would be really, really I don't really walk through my daily life like no. that all day. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Well, I am so excited to get back out and see this tour this year. I think the lineup is amazing. I think Thank it makes me so excited. The new music sounds awesome. Thank you Can't very wait much. for this record. Thank you so much for the time today. Good to see you. Good to see you too.